the stain cast. What is the stain cast? Stain? Stain. Who is stain? Am I dreaming? Yes. Stain. What is going on, guys? And welcome back to episode 103 of the stain cast. Of course, I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Stephen E. With me as always. What's up? How's everybody doing? Happy holidays. As you can see, there's a man's shiesty, but it's not the kid. <laughs> it's the other kid. We were hypothesizing. It, was it Attack of the Clones, the last joint you were on? I was supposed yes, to it be was. on Attack of the Clones. You weren't you were on, on it in the end? I thought, I thought Willie popped out because I couldn't. Uh, this is too far away. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, on, on, on the dock, it still says Queel. Yeah, but really the the time before that was, was yeah you, you that, that's so. true I know who you are. um the time before that you were on here was the thing which was episode like fifty something so yeah, was yeah you, you <laughs> would do you would you would do for a stain cast appointment yeah I think the only person with a longer hiatus than you is B yeah, he's got like guardians BGI. too <laughs> guardians one I'm pretty sure I don't even think it was no, guardians, guardians two, two I mean, we we did the whole big group remember that. Like everyone who was, at oh yeah, place. yeah, that's true. That's but, true. But, but technically, right. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like when he was actually just like you know the three of us or whatever. It was in your basement or something. Yeah, the basement. Yeah. Um, so of course we have uh, the quill with us. We have a great um, episode, great movie to talk about tonight. Um, I, I do something I want to point out beforehand is I love listening back on the episodes. I realize. Every time that I introduce, I have like a structured. I say the same thing every time, and every time you introduce, you, you change it up. Yes, sir. I mean, look, we, we, we that's how we live, baby. Yeah, we all structure. <laughs> I got enough. I got enough structure. I got enough structure in my life. I ain't got to bring that shit to the stain cast. I like to keep people on their toes. They never know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but Breaking before news. we get. I was going to say, before we jump into this fantastic movie, it has uh, recently been announced that um, Jonathan Majors was fired from Marvel Studios as Kang the Conqueror. We're not going to get into the trial itself and and everything that ensues, because we don't, like, that's none of our business. However, him getting fired and him um, no longer playing Kang... I will say it's still looking very rough for the MCU looking forward. Rest in peace of Slate. Yeah, I mean, the Slate was already mid, and now it's like minus Kang from it, and it's like, what do we Nothing. even, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's looking rough. I mean, probably in this next year, while there's nothing going on, uh, all that's coming out is Deadpool, they'll be uh, scrambling, trying to move things around, rewrite things, cancel things, whatever the hell's going on. Um, I mean, it sucks for us as fans because, you know, Jonathan Majors is the best part of every or one of the best parts in every project he's in and had yeah. great potential for the future. But unfortunately, probably... he was slated to fail ever since ever since Ants got him. He was slated yeah. to fail. Like you, you don't introduce. And that's the one um, like kind of like silver lining, if you want to call it. That character was not built to last. Anyone who's getting beat by Ant Man just doesn't have my respect like that. Sorry, like, like, like obviously he's so tough in Loki. Like Victor Timely, uh, he who remains amazing, right? And it's not even his fault for Quantum Mania. It's not like he's writing this damn thing. But I'm just saying that in general, like when you have uh, the big bad 
losing to Scott Lang. Pants. I don't know. Pants. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah I, I rewatched that movie recently, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I don't know what's wrong and... with you. I mean, it's just the final act of the movie is the only bad part, but the problem is, you know, you kind of need that. You know, it's kind of yeah. the conclusion of the movie. Like, it's not like it's the yeah, beginning it's it gets great. Like, and, and that's what I said. Like, I was showing some of the movie for the first time, and me and one of my other friends that were there have seen the movie, and we're like, this movie's ass, but if you haven't seen it, you kind of have to. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you really now you don't. don't have to see, now you don't have to see Loki. You don't have to see... Anything to do with Kang, what if is basically useless now because there is no multiverse probably. They're probably just gonna No, they're, they're gonna look look, there was the rumors a while around going that that uh they would introduce Doom and all this other stuff, and that's probably what's gonna happen. And they're gonna recast Kang. Kang Kang will be in the MCU in some way. It just won't be Jonathan Majors, which to me you know, yeah, it hurts the character. Wilson. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um He's in but, he is in talks, but Come on, man. I'm also not Don't mad if they that. do the Doom thing because Doom was really the, like the the major, like one of the biggest players in the best version of Secret Wars, Secret Wars 2015. Yeah. So I'm not Beyond mad. I'm not mad if they bring Doom in. I just need them to do it right and not rushed, which is yeah. unfortunately what I think is going to happen. But unless they yeah, continue to push things back, yeah, it does make more sense. Like because I was thinking, I always thought that's like you could just sub in Kang for Doom, but it makes more sense Doom, like, taking Reed's family and shit when, like, yeah. they actually have that connection. If Kang just snatched his family, it's like... It's like, Kang will gotta be, like... You can, you can show a nice way of, um... Like... Showing, because Doom, like, Doom straight up, like, kills Thanos in, in Secret Wars in, like, two seconds. So you could do something similar with whatever the recast of Kang is to show like Doom. Doom is just that guy. Like straight up, like Doom is one of the best villains in in comic book history. So if they do it the right way, they can make him more yeah. threatening than than Kang. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. I mean, Kang never was the physical threat, but now you have Doom, who's just kind of everything, right? It's like Kang was always like the like the smarts, kind of just like the the thing, the having prep time basically. Where Doom is kind of just like where all the all the points intersect where, I mean, I'm not saying he's super strong, but like he just has so much powers and shit where it kind of just negates the fact where like, cause he uses he magic might and shit. So, super strong. I mean, I'm sure he has like that base yeah. strength, but like, he's not going to like beat the piss out of the Hulk, like with his hands at least. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not like a Thanos is what I'm saying. Like we're like, I still, they still have the opportunity to not just turn into like a mauler. Like Thanos kind of was like that mauler with, obviously he had a lot of like quotes and shit, but like that's what Kang was great. Cause he was like the polar opposite. Like he's not a brute. He just he uses he uses his intelligence for everything, and they, and, and they can use Doom a very similar way yeah. if they um, if they would want to. Yeah, it's almost kind of a shame, man. I know they always they were talking about like how they're gonna do like a reset after Secret Wars. I kind of wish they just reset after like the <laughs> this phase. Yeah, just something because like yeah, I think Doom is just kind of one of those villains. You could do three phases on Doom. To be honest with you, you really could. Like well, he's just that, that interesting. It's not that you're, they're going to really, like, reboot the whole thing. What they're going to do is pull a Secret Wars, make a, a new universe with an amalgamation yeah. of all of the best characters, and then they're also going to leave that opportunity to have a new Tony Stark, to have a new Captain America, to have all of this other stuff, so yeah, that way they can continue to... Yeah, so they can continue to build these stories 
in the future. I mean, that's what's going to happen. It's not going to be full. Like, there's no way we're losing Tom Holland anytime soon. There's no way we're losing um, Haley Steinfeld or or yeah, any of the young Avengers. Yeah, yeah, all those young Avengers. I could. Yeah, not, none of the young Avengers are going anywhere anytime soon. That when Secret Wars comes out, they'll just continue to play their characters, if not even evolve into more characters, whatever the case may be. No. But regardless, it's looking slow. Kang was literally my favorite part of this newest saga. Like, if there was any, like, bright light where it was like, hey, this is ass, but at least we have this to look forward to. I mean, we're also in a time right now where we just don't know what's next. So there's a lot of uncertainty where it's just hard to speculate and be like, oh, this, of course it's easy to say it's going to be ass because there's no leading man. Like, there what is no... Tonight, though? Yeah. Don't talk about that. Yeah, Come on, I... Come on. Don't, don't. Look at this. Don't do that. Don't do me like that. They show Loki's tree in the in the trailer, so I'm a little excited yeah. about that. That's we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, Happy Hogan saves Christmas. That's I'm not I'm excited about that. Yeah, that, well, that is what it is. But anyways, on to this lovely movie, Whiplash. Yep. Came out in 2014. Uh, fantastic movie all around. I mean, we might as well just get into it. The Quill... What are your favorite and least favorite characters? I think we're all going to say the same favorite characters. It's just J.K. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of J.K. Course. Simmons. Like, he's just the man in this movie. Fletcher. He's got yep. just aura all around him. Every single scene he's in, he just, he's just that guy. And he makes everyone well aware that he's that guy. And he will pull yeah. his cock out if he needs to. And J.K. Simmons acts his fucking ass off in that role. Yeah. I mean, he won an Oscar for this shit. Not surprised. Damn. Did Miles Teller get anything? I don't know. I don't think so. No. They got him. Which, I I will say my piece about Miles Teller now. Um, One of my first uh, introductions to Miles Teller was, unfortunately... um, (laughs) Fanforce Nick. Fanforce Nick, yep. So that was that was one of my first impressions of him as an actor and that's a that's a massive stain to anybody's reputation. Yeah. Even Michael B. Watch Jordan. War Dogs. Watch, watch War Dogs. That's actually a really good movie that he's in with Jonah Hill. That's true. I think I've I, I, I seen Fan Forstick, but it's like when they're playing like a character, like how he's playing like Reed Richards or whatever, it's easier for me to be like, all right, I'm not mad at Miles yeah, Teller, I'm not mad at Michael B. Jordan, I'm not mad at whatever his name is um Whatever the girl's name is. So, it's not that I have, like, an issue, like, it's just one of my first impressions was that movie, so for a while I didn't think that he was that great of an actor. I also feel like he's not in many movies I've seen, either. Top Gun. I have not seen the new Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick. Damn. I've not seen it yet. I know, that came out this year, it's on my list of stuff to watch. That came out last year? That came out last winter. came out summer last year. Last summer. Was it last winter? Yeah, I think it was last summer. Last summer, because I remember we went to go see it over the summer, yeah. yeah. I'll watch that. I'll watch that at some point. Um, but, so, seeing him actually, what I was yeah. trying to say, seeing Miles Teller actually put on a fantastic performance like he does in this movie, it was very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know if, you said JK, right? I mean, we're all going to yeah. say JK. And I'll we're all going to say JK. It's always going to be JK. Yeah, of course. Like he's Anything just the, the way he just the way he just foils off everybody. Like this is why like I'm 
fine with Miles Teller in this movie, and, like, he's not anything, like, higher tier, in my opinion, because, like, I think anyone acting opposite J.K. Simmons is going to be an all-time talent, just, like, based off, like, the way that they perform, because J.K. Simmons, like, he's just one of those guys that, like, you know you're, you know what, what, he, what he's expecting of you, like, like, like when you see him the, acting like that, it, it, you're just like, all right, I gotta step generation. up my game. He's yeah. one of the best actors of that generation, hands down. Yeah. Exactly, like, there's just a handful of guys who are like that, like, when they're in a movie, it's like, I'm not really, like, giving them, giving anyone plus or minus when they're acting opposite to him, because, like, he's just such a fucking great foil, like, he'll turn anybody, whatever role he's like, has, like, compared to that person, he just does so much work, like, he does such a fucking great job. Willem. Willem. Yeah, exactly, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah literally. I, I gotta Willem. watch, uh, I gotta watch a new Willem movie. The poor things or whatever. Oh, I don't yeah, know what's poor, going on with that. Poor things. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what we're just praising J.K. Do we have more to say? Yeah, about I mean, this, this, this whole episode. If anyone who's wondering, if you're up to this point by now, chances are there's going to be the next. 30, 40 minutes, there's going to be us glazing J.K. Simmons. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nah, nothing wrong nah. with that. Because if you've seen this movie, you know. It's very warranted. And if you've seen any... I mean, he's just well, he's just consistent. He's so consistent in his movies. Uh, like, any movie you pay, pick up, whether it's animated, whether it's, like, just him live action, it, like, his... There's a reason why he's J, like, J.J.J. J, J, J. Like, just forever now. Because he's he, he, he embodies the role. perfect of J.J. Like, perfectly J.J.J. Yep. Yeah. He's or great like, at playing angry characters. Like, oh, he's, he's just so he's, fucking angry. You don't go into movies. Like, you go into Invincible or, even like, the, the Legend of Korra. Like, he is amazing as Tenzin in that show. And as what's-his-name in Portal. God, I can't remember his name. But he's the guy that made the company, and he does the voice acting for all the, uh, like, the CEO of the guy that did the Portal from Valve. What the huh. fuck? I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. realize that. He's uh, he, the CEO he was, of the company he, that made that gun. <laughs> he is one of the best, like, mo like you said, deal most consistent actors. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know if we want to go on to least favorite character. I mean, there's nothing really crazy. All, all the characters uh, yeah. have small enough roles where it doesn't really mean much. Um, maybe maybe like, there's, um, there's, I don't know. Like, no one else is like in the movie there to like really make you dislike them. Yeah. Or, Come off about in some them. sort of way where you're like, uh, nah, yeah, because it, it's yeah. just meant to be just JK and Miles, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I got. They're exactly, like, Cave Johnson what? from Portal, that's what his name is. Cave Johnson, is that who he plays? That's the character he plays in Portal, huh? So I played Portal, I mean, I guess I will, I guess I played that a long time ago, though, so I wouldn't even have recognized him, probably. I'm not sure that is a minute ago that that game came yeah. out. Um, Tough ass game though. Od, od. Um, I guess then we can just move. Oh, I also want to point out that Melissa Benoist is in this movie for some reason. Uh, yeah. She, for those of you who don't know, is or was uh, the CW Supergirl. <laughs> oh yeah, Nicole. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear that you. That show is ass. That show was I mean, I, dead. What do you expect? I gave I it a chance. I gave it a chance. Exactly. Like, what do you expect? Like, come on. I mean, yeah, most of the CW shows ended up being pretty fucking bad after a while. Yeah. But hers, that one was pretty bad. It's not. Yeah. At least it wasn't Batwoman. Batwoman was pretty bad, too. I mean, uh, they straight up never released that shit. No, not the movie. The fucking. Uh, the the show. show. The CW show. Oh, 
Fuck. But anyways, going on to make or break moments of the movie. Um, anytime J.K. Simmons is speaking. <laughs> anytime he's on screen. Was it what I was going to say before it almost lost me was um, the best scene in the movie is when the one trombone player is out of tune. <laughs> and he fucking, he's screaming. He pl- tells them all to play separately, goes up to this one dude, tells him, he, he's like, are you out of tune? He said, yes, kicks him out. And is like, for the record, so hard. He wasn't, for the record he wasn't out of tune. You were, but he didn't know. And that's worse. Difference. Exactly. That was like, mm-hmm. fire. Hard. What, like, be, my favorite scene in the entire fucking movie. By far, yeah. hands down, like the acting in it, the tension, the amount of yeah. tension in that in the movie, room. in the movie, in the movie. Well, in the movie, like, yeah, scene, yes. But that scene, I think, is is yeah. peak, like that, and that's pretty early on in the movie. It's not like, like it's it's yeah. it, it's, it's decent. So I mean, the movie's not him, like just how much of a fucking dickhead. Asshole. Yeah, I mean, the movie's like, an hour forty six. It's not that like long. That. But it's. I was gonna say that was a car crash scene is pretty tough. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you, like, it's just the culmination of, like, how fucking crazy Fletcher has driven this one kid. Like, like whether it be Neiman or whether it be any of the other students he's had, like, it just shows you, like, how well, obsessive they even talk that, about like, the, art can be. They even talk, like, he he drove a student to, to fucking kill himself. Kill himself. Kill himself. Like, yeah. that's fucking awful. Like, he's not a good yeah. human. And he does not give a fuck, yeah. too. He's just like... No. no. And you know, it's not like it was by accident. Like, he literally said at the end of the movie, like, he's been looking for that one guy. Like, he thinks... Like, like, like it's... And that's why I like him, too, because he's evil, but, like, he's bounded by some sort of rules. Like, he's not just doing... He's not just being an asshole to people because he, like, he, I mean, he gets off You do it. see a little bit, like, it, when he's talking about... At the bar, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, he does have a little bit... A little bit of the sympathy in him. Yeah. Um, but like he's just ruthless. Like that's what it is. Like you can be sympathetic, but he's still ruthless at the end of the day. Like he knows what he has to do. At least like he th- what he thinks he has to do to get this like next level student. He just got to push him until literally you just mold someone. Like you just keep destroying everything until there's someone's left to be like the mold is complete. Like it's I mean, that's literally that's literally what happens at the end. Like the ending yeah. is yeah. is him completely embarrassing. Um, what the fuck is this character's name? So I stopped calling him Miles Tyler. Andrew. Andrew. Neiman. Andrew, yeah. Yeah, but they, but they call him Neiman for Neiman. the most part. Um, so seeing, like, how much he breaks him down and then embarrasses him and then... And he keeps coming back. He like, keeps coming back, yeah. He, and then the, the, end, the ending scene when, when he gives Neiman the smirk, like, that's when you know he broke him. And then it, it, it pans over to his, his, um, his father and his father looks distraught. Yeah, because he literally told him, it's like, don't fucking go back with this guy. This guy literally has a history of this shit. Like, he's a maniac for all intents and purposes. And, like, he just, it's... He didn't care? Yeah. He wanted it's to just such a great story. Like, it, like uh, on the forefront, it's just a story about, like, a musician. But, like, there's so much. It's so, like, intricately woven into the story. Like, how, like, and it's not just, like, for music. Like, just because, like, you play an instrument, like, makes you, like, particularly vulnerable. It's just any art in general. The, the pursuit of being great. Like, this is kind it's of, like... of perfection. Yeah, it's 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 the like addiction that he has to this craft, which yep. can be anybody, whether it's sports, video gaming, whatever, just trying yeah. to be the best. And they just does a great job, like how you'll literally see the blood dropping from his hands. He's fucking hitting. He's doing it so much. He's literally got the fucking. He's got tape. He's got wraps on his hands because he's literally just from the fucking sticks. He's, he's got into a car accident the and then went back, fucking 
kept going and then tackled the man. He pulled up fucking blood. He pulled up bloody like everywhere. Like he was fucking messed up. He didn't give a fuck. But it's 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 the ending doesn't make you feel like it's a tragedy. And and like it's a tragic like you see that part of him his the part that wanted his family and and a a loved one, etc., die and then become he becomes an even. I mean not even he becomes Fletcher. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because, like, you even see it in the family dynamic, how, like, his brother or whatever is, like, this football star or whatever. Like, Neiman just wants to be that star. Like, he wants to be at the dinner table talking about all his accomplishments. And it's, like, Four comes words. down to, like, what's You'll never hear from up? the NFL. Exactly. It's, yeah, he was fucking violent. He, so Neiman's an asshole, too. I mean, because he's literally becoming. It's, like, the thing where it's, like, the people you despise the most are the people you become because you just fucking hate them so much. Like, it's another whole fucking thing going on in the story. Okay, so, a, a great... Um, thing i guess I'll, I'll call it the the luke skywalker example is and the, the director even said this in an interview uh is that you see neiman like he starts off in a white t-shirt that's when you first meet him and then he slowly starts to dress more like fletcher because he's turning into fletcher yeah. he said that he saw that in star wars with luke skywalker in the original trilogy and then brought that to this character which is why he starts wearing the black t-shirts and yeah. and stuff like that like, it's simplicity. Like, that's what I like about this movie. Like, and many movies like this where they don't have to, like, stop the whole movie to be like, all right, here's the exposition. Here's what's happening. Here's what you need to know. It's like, just watch the movie. And if you, if you, if you can pick up on something like that, cool. If you don't, it doesn't change the movie. It just, it just yeah. adds to it when you figure out about it. What else was I going to say? Uh, fuck. Nah, whatever. But I mean, there's so many great scenes in this. I mean, the whole we didn't even talk about his girlfriend yet. That was vile. Like that is just like that's every man can a- a- affiliate with that. Literally, like not having the time for someone, and then right when you do have the time, they're now now they don't have the time, and it's like damn. Yeah. It's like I should shouldn't it. have waited. Like I, he should. I mean, he chose his the love of his craft and the the trying to be a perfectionist over someone, and then yeah. he he lost it. He paid, that's that's it. Like, paid the price for it. Yes, sir. Like it was just, it was just a little, a little cherry on the top where it's like, just in case Neiman wasn't already messed up from Fletcher. It's like now, now like his life can't, not he can't even get his life right. Like it is just, just a story of a man just broken down to literally just fucking, just nothing. Literally like man's a fucking, just, just like a, uh, just a piece of meat to be commanded by Fletcher. Yeah. You're just there to be molded by Fletcher. Yeah. Shit's tough, though. My goodness, man. Can't say it enough. OD. I mean, I don't think... I don't know about you guys, but I don't think I have any fucking breaks in this movie. Mm. Let me think. Not really. No. Right. I'll, I'll say, like, everything's then, uh, pretty top-notch about this. Like, there's a reason they got nominated for so many things, and it won three Oscars. Like, it won JK1, Best Editing, and Sound Design. I'll be an asshole. The ending, just to how long it took. I have still never watched that entire ending. Like, you know, I skipped through it and stuff, but like that, like 15 minutes of him just playing the drums, can't do it. Sorry, can't do it's it. It's the best part. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's oh, the whole, the, No, no, I get no, like, the first the time. Point. No, no, no. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen it throughout all my times I've watched it, but never like all at once. Like, it is, bro, 15 minutes of that man playing the drums. I get it. I get, I, I understand what's going on, so I don't need to see it. Like, I understand he just said basically saying, fuck you to JK, because he didn't give him the book, and he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do, and he started dealing. I get that. I'm here for that. 
but it's ridiculous. It doesn't change the fact it's ridiculous. Someone's got to say it. Like it's not a, and like I'm not. It wouldn't take away from like if like if we had like a number system. I'm not deducting it, right? But it's ridiculous, and someone has to say it. <laughs> Fair. It's absurd. She but... goes on forever. Quill, you brought up the editing that they it, it won an Oscar for the editing, and you I mean you could see why I love like I love the cuts are perfect. I love all of the up close and personal shots that not only you get of Miles and of J.K. but of the instruments of the other players. Like every shot, like not every shot, but like a lot of the shots are so close and personal, and it it, it really helps encapsulate you into the movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it brings a focus yeah. into like what they're trying to like show you. It's like you're looking at them, and then you're looking at the like it just as close and on their eyes, where they're literally sweating beads, bloodshot red, and they're like trying the best that they can, but they just can't achieve what Fletcher wants them to achieve, and they never yeah. will. Nope. Yeah. As um, I have more scenes, but I feel like we'll just bring them up with the quotes. Like, I, was like, like I feel like quotes yeah. and scenes kind of going underneath. Speaking of DL, you might as well get started. I mean, my favorite thing in the whole movie is that one fucking stagehand or whatever he was. He just walks up. He says, it, what do you say to him? I have to get the exact fucking quote here. Um, oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of my sight before I demolish you. And JK is ripped for no reason, right? Like, it just adds to it. Because he's a fucking, he's an older man, of course. And he's just fucking always pumping. Like, his fucking biceps are always fucking juiced out. Oh, yeah, one and picture just, of him. I gotta, I'll put up that picture yeah. now of him fucking... Flexing yeah, on the one machine. He's ginormous. He's so big for someone his age. Like it just adds to his, it just adds to his like his crazy like hair trigger, like uh, aggression. Where like he's just talk, he's just giving them a pep talk before the freaking set, and then he, he just sees that guy and he's like, I still fucking see you, mini me. Like literally just berating, berating a random guy, literally just for being in his like not even being in his way, just being behind him. Like about to say something, about to interrupt him. Like that's all it takes. I mean, it set him so, off. Yeah, that's Roy it. In there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the point. He's fucking, he's so high on his own supply, it's crazy. OD. Um, I mean, I said it to you before we started, DL, but when he's fucking, in the one scene with the that I was talking about earlier with the trombonist at it too, and he's like, don't look at the floor, there's not a Mars bar down there, look at me. <laughs> or speaking to someone else, he's like, it's not your boyfriend's dick, don't come so fast. Yeah. Shit's fucking ridiculous. He's just a quote machine. Like he's just like he just. I'm just looking at his page on IMDb, and it's literally so long. It's basically every single line he has in a movie. Yeah, I mean, I love all of it. Like, uh, not quite my tempo, and he just does that to him forever. And then you have that whole scene: Were you rushing or rushing were you dragging? dragging? Yep. And then he's fucking rushing. What do you say? Is it rushing or dragging? Rushing. So you do know the difference. Sickening. I was at one of the actually one of the good quotes he has. uh, No two words are more harmful in the English language than "good job." True. That's a that's a good quote. That's a good ass quote. Yeah. Uh, Where's my other favorite quote? I love this one too. I say that. uh, Where is it? Uh, Oh yeah. Say you give a calculator to a fucking retard. He's gonna try to turn on a TV with it. (laughs) When he's talking about like the book, where it's like how um. Whatever Tanner gave Neiman the book or something, the Neiman laws. It's still another weird part of this movie that I feel like was it Fletcher who took the book? We don't know, but I feel like it's just super. It's like a super coincidental thing that Tanner lost his book and then 
Neiman fucking basically got his opportunity off that. But, I mean, who knows, right? But I, I love that scene. I mean, he's just... Uh, and then, like, he's like, oh, I can't, I don't know the, the scales by heart or something. He's like, what, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> oh, I mean, we could keep listing. This movie's just literally yeah. just... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the tryouts that he had, like, when he had the drummers against each other, that was vile. When he had, like, the three of them or whatever, and they were just waiting to get their turn. And, like, like, one guy got on, he started doing it, like, nope, you're done. Like, it was so fucking vile. Tough-ass fucking movie. Um, Unless anybody has any other standout quotes, we can move on from here. No, I think it's. I mean, like, obviously, if you guys have seen this movie, you know J.K. Simmons is a fucking. Yeah, he is Chen. He's he's going. It's just on demand. Like any situation he's in, someone's getting their ass cut for it. Like it's. Od. Od. Um. But. Going into yeah, it's. I mean, the only one I have is fucking. Neiman walking away from that accident. Yeah. I guess but like I mean, a semi or whatever it was. Yeah. That shit fucking smoked yeah. his ass. He, he should have. He should have been a little iced, but uh, uh, you know, plot. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, the, the, the main anything kid. over twenty miles an hour, you're just yeah. You're getting fucking smoked, but I mean, he needed it. He needed to pull needed up. It, so yeah. I understand. But I mean, besides that, I don't really have anything. This movie is pretty grounded, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Nothing exactly. too egregious happens. No, it's like, yeah, like the car accident is like the only even like, it's a pretty regular movie. Like in terms of like what happens, like sure, like the things that go on are like torture city. But besides that, you know, it's regular. Uh, I mean, there's nothing for me to really lean forward for, but. Yeah, it's the thirsty moment uh, of the movie, and it's probably just gonna go to J.K. Simmons. What? <laughs> what you mean? I'm kidding. Like, there's still there's still, there's still a woman. No, I got I got the half eye. I got the there's still a woman in this movie. Hey, that's all we need. Fair, fair. <laughs> However, it's Melissa Benoist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's she's about as white bread as they come. Um, don't really have much to speak on. It's a tough scene that he told her that he don't want no part of her. Then he wanted a part of her, and she was off that, was off uh, it, all off it. Tough scene, dummy, um, tough scene. But also JK, because he's JK. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that this man's like freaking sixty something years old and is fucking ripped. Biceps. Yeah, he's tiny. Absolutely fucking yeah. absurd. But he's born in 1955, bro. That's fucking crazy. He's like 70 something now. He's old. Holy, he's an holy old fuck. Yeah, he's, he's got. He's got. I'm gonna need him just doing voice actings until he croaks. The culture needs that off him. That's true. But I guess if we are all through with that, of course, every week we take to our Instagram at the Staincast to ask you guys a lovely question, get you involved, and see what. You're thinking. Uh, this True. week, we asked you guys what your favorite J.K. Simmons role is, because, of course, he's the GOAT, and we've been talking about this him this entire episode. 
Um, the first response was from the Queel, which we'll save yours for the end. Uh, then we had Max, who said Omni-Man, which yeah. is a great one. Uh, B said JJJ, which we'll get into. Split in, between two. We'll get, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, RP24, not to be confused with Chet Stable, said, I do love your mother, but she's more like a pet to me. <laughs> which, of course, if you don't know, is an Omni-Man quote. And then, uh, um, vile thing, bro. OD. And then the kid said Joss Whedon's Justice League, so we're gonna ignore that one completely. Um, vile Quill, you go what first. Fuck? I said Sam Raimi's JJJ. You did? Why would you, uh, why do you, why do you think that? He, it's what we said earlier. He is the embodiment of that character, he was meant to play that role, and he True. does that role. Swimmingly, some could say yeah. perfectly, and that's why there's never going to yeah. be another J. Jonah Jameson, even if it's not J.K. Simmons. Like every JJJ since then has tried to emulate him, yeah. yeah even like even the, in the games, like the Amazing Spider Man games, yeah. you listen to his radio or his podcast, it literally it's just the voice actor trying to sound like J.K. Simmons, yeah, exactly. But they didn't want to pay J.K. Simmons, yeah. I mean, he's pretty active though, because like he even did Mortal Kombat. Like, cause what's his name? Um, Homelander didn't Anthony even do Star it. Didn't yes, do it. Homelander did. Anthony Starr yeah, wanted exactly. to do it though. He wanted to do it. He was up for doing it. They just didn't contact him about doing it. Tough. That's a stupid, vile. What the? Well, they, fuck? they probably blew all their fucking budget on J.K. Simmons, so they can, then couldn't afford doing yeah. no, Anthony Starr. Ed Boon is also like known to be really stupid. So, also true. <laughs> that is also very true. Yeah, like, everyone Edmund that runs is... that company is just like a meathead. I mean, do you see the games they making, make? Like, you're making Mortal Kombat. Like, you have to be. You're yeah. making Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Like, Injustice is tough, but that's still a meathead game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, am I up? Did you guys both say, yeah, you had Quill? Uh, I have not said so. mine yet. Quill said you his. Got you got it. Um, I mean, honestly, it's a it's a massive toss-up. It's a massive toss-up between JJJ and Omni Man, which are the two, of course, that were the the standouts in the in the question. But I don't know which one to give it to, because I cannot like just how I cannot imagine anybody playing JJJ. I can't imagine anybody playing Omni Man either. Even if whenever because the, they are there's rumors of them, or it might have been announced for a development of doing a live action Invincible. If they don't cast JJJ, I don't want it, to be honest. I mean, not JJJ, fucking J.K. Simmons. It's too, too many Simmons. fucking, yeah, too many syllables James. or letters. Yeah, but if they don't cast J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man in the live action, I kind of don't want it. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. So, so, that, that's what I'm saying. So, like, he needs his voice. Good. Obviously, he needs his voice, but I think they need some super buff guy who kind of looks like him, then they can just voice over it. I think that's the best. They're not going to do Will that. Will they do it? Exactly, but I think, like, that's my dream idea, because, like, you just don't like to see older people, like, being in that kind of, like, stunt-forward role, where he's just gonna have to be a stunt guy half the fucking time, and it's gonna be, like, this isn't even fucking J.K. Simmons, for God's sake, so you might as well not even have him in, like, the actual stand-in, like, fuck it. I mean, but they, they could pull it off. He's still ripped enough. No, 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 it'd be tough. Look, look, I got no B. I, I, I'm all for it. I'm and just saying that I don't know how... But also, it's also, per- like, that is Omni-Man's age, so it's gonna, like, no matter what, they're gonna need someone that 
eight, like that old anyway. Yeah, Omni Man's fucking yoked, man. Like J.K. Simmons is, is brolic, but Omni Man is fucking yoked. Who do you want fucking Arnold or, or The Rock to play him? I need Henry. No, no, I mean no. We, bro, we, you can you can go to any fucking gym anywhere and just give a guy hundred bucks and tell him the fucking shoots and scenes. <laughs> it's not it's exactly. not size that I'm worried about. It's just fucking. You don't like, even gotta pay him. You just gotta pay him in trend. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The trend twins. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I can't give it to a, to a definitive one. Both of those roles are just perfect for him. Yeah. Uh, maybe J.K. Simmons. Um, God fucking damn it. Maybe I'll give it to J.J.J. <laughs> just because. He's been that for longer, and his childhood, and Spider-Man Three. Well, thanks, Hag. Thanks for taking my exact line, bit for bit. He stole my whole flow, <laughs> word for word, bar for bar. That's literally what just happened to me. Damn, what were you gonna say? That's tough. J.K. Simmons. He stood the test of time on J.J.J. He's been it since the beginning. They make every character that's that's J.J.J. look like him if he's not voiced by him. His, like, the way he speaks, how he's always angry, how he's always hating. Like, that shit is just carried over no matter where it is. And, like you said, nostalgia. Why not? Spider-Man 3. Exactly. Uh, and Spider-Man 1. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That deleted scene of him in the Spider-Man suit. <laughs> I mm, fucking yeah. love that shit. <laughs> uh, I've been rewatching. I've been rewatching Raimi's Spider-Man because my little brother started watching them, and I'm just like, damn, like, what it's an so era. Good. What an era. So yeah. We got to cover those at some point soon. Yeah. That might be on the docket for when we come back. Yeah, I'm with that. But yeah, that's uh, that's J.K. Simmons' yes. best role. I mean, there's so many. I scrolled through that man's... He, first of all, he's got so much filmography. It's insane. If you yeah, guys no, are curious, just look on IMDb. He's in everything. So like, I was trying to make sure I wasn't missing anything. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's J.J.J. all the way, baby. Have to. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, but thank you, all, of course, for answering the question of the week. Those who didn't, we know who skips. And I know who tossed. Stay tuned for this week, where we'll post the next question of the week. I'm telling Santa, you're getting cold, motherfucker. Yeah, you. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Oh yeah. I know you didn't vote. We forgot to say happy holidays. You're watching this right now. You're watching this right now, and you didn't vote on last week's uh, question of the week, and you have the balls to come in here. And watch this episode. And I know, I know you probably aren't going to vote on this question that we coming up too. What? Come on. Don't do that. Oh. Don't do that, Skip. I didn't know he played <laughs> Klaus and Klaus. I completely forgot that. What happened? Klaus. That movie, that animated like Christmas movie from 2019. I completely forgot he played Santa Claus. Santa Claus. So we're, so telling J- we're telling J.K. Simmons. Yeah, it's just everything. It's literally just everything. Like he's just any movie that just like he's in the that one tough. Uh, I mean, there's so many. I don't. Know, I'm not even gonna start listing all these because it's yeah. kind of crazy. We'll go down it. a rabbit hole. It's time to rank the movie. True. It's almost dinner time for DL. True. True. Um, I'm starving. So Taco Tuesday, motherfucker. Ooh. No. Um. If you haven't guessed, this movie is S tier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts about it. This movie is yeah. fantastic. If you try to argue the about it, you're literally just wrong. There's you're a no hater. Other opinion you're a about fucking it. hater. Yeah. Objectively and subjectively, it's an S. I don't give a hail. Because yeah, it's just, it's just, a, it's accessibility, I think, is what really adds to that, like, undisputed thing. Because you don't, like, I, I didn't play, I played viola for a small part in my 
freaking yeah, middle no, school career. My we know all about. We know all about that. Yeah, yeah we exactly. Know all it's about like, that. It's like I never played. I never played. I never played at that level. But I played. But but I've but I've just like heard stories. Like Ryan was really into that. Like that's why Ryan loves this movie because he used to play cello and this literally freaking struck a chord with him because that's exactly how it was. He was saying. Jesus. But it's like. Just anything, I mean, not obviously, not fucking. Yeah, that not bad. to that extent. Like, you, you but no, yeah. Anything, any situation where it's like either be like super competitive field, whether it's business, whether it's sports, when you're in that upper echelon, everyone is trying to knock someone down a peg. Like everyone is trying to be number one. Everyone wants to be number one. And you have 10 people, not everyone can be number one. Like it's fucking vicious. So, like, it's just so anyone who's experienced just that. Right, like you don't have to play an instrument to understand that it's vicious, competitive, anywhere, any competition, any career that pays like, because obviously in a career like musician, you need to be in that high earners, you got to be in that top, it's whatever. Oppression, exactly, or else you're gonna be making fucking, you're not gonna have a house, you're gonna be living in a box because they don't make money like that. So you, to be at that level to actually like provide, you got to be ruthless, and that's and that goes for any job. So it's like super relatable, and it kind of just shows like what happens like when. The idea of like this hustle culture kind of thing where it's like when it takes over was like all right my health comes second like everything comes second literally he for yeah. him yeah exactly yeah. um i guess before we end this off uh if you haven't watched this movie watch it what the fuck's wrong with you um if you have watched this movie and hasn't been a while watch it again if you watched the movie yesterday watch it again uh if you're watching this movie right now start it from the beginning and watch it again yeah um yeah, of course. Thank you, Queel, for joining us this week. Of course. And uh, you guys got a nice little short episode, as I'm just looking at the time and realizing. That's not bad. But that's okay. This movie was straightforward, open shut, yeah. J.K. Glaze. Um, Go spend some time with you folks. It's Christmas. Yes, enjoy. you guys enjoy the holidays. And of course, as usual, if you are watching this on YouTube, go down below. Make sure you subscribe, comment, like, ring that bell. If you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, give us a little follow and rate us. And after you're done doing all that, go over to our Instagram at the Staincast where you can follow. Turn on post notifications. We know who skips. And stay tuned for this week where you'll see the question of the week coming this Saturday. And then, of course, don't forget about that link in our Instagram bio where you can hit up our Redbubble shop and buy a little merch. So we'll see you Do guys it. next week when we cover Loki season two. Do it, you puny human. <laughs>